If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team, the number one podcast for anything related to the game development industry and the lifestyle of game developers. And you know, something like this is very special, takes a lot of work, and I couldn't do it all by myself. So I brought a special guest this week. He can play all three Grand Theft Auto V characters at the same time, Mr. Brandon Pham. What's up, everybody? Letting out my little secret here. This is Brandon Fam. Welcome to this week's episode. I brought two special guests this week. No way. As Astorn <laughs> and Sophia from the Brackies team. What's up, guys? Hi. What's up? Guys? What's up? Yeah, let's let's get a better let's get a better read yeah. on the name. I'll, I'll cut that pause. <laughs> Is it uh, Asbjorn? Yeah, Asbjorn. Yeah, you you guys are doing fine. Okay, awesome. Please forgive us. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's it's both of our first time reading the names. Right. Welcome. Welcome. How are you guys doing? Oh, you're going good. Thanks. So thank you for joining us uh, from Denmark. Uh, This is the part of the episode where we kind of ask you guys about your resume, what you guys do. Uh, If you don't mind, please introduce yourself to our audience. Yeah, um, I'm Espion. I do um, game development tutorials on the internet. The channel is called Brackies and been running strong for about five years now. Um, hey. And uh, the tutorials are definitely mostly focused on the Unity engine and uh, kind of from a beginner to intermediate standpoint, kind of getting people introduced to what programming in C Sharp means, how you can uh, pick up the engine and actually get something running and then kind of throw people out into the void that is the game development space and hope they survive after that. And uh, yeah, Sophia? Yeah, um, I'm Sophia. Uh, I uh, do all kinds of things at Brackies, uh, <laughs> basically. I uh, engage with the community, um, you know, respond to business mails, but I spend most of my time actually doing the editing of uh, tutorials. Um and, uh, you know, handling social media and, you know, uploading videos and scheduling everything that needs to yeah. be there in order for it to actually go out to people. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. People don't know this, but the, the videos lately have been requiring like two to three hundred cuts per video. So Sophia's just a mastermind behind that man. Yeah. The machine. Sophia does all the hard work, it sounds like. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm just a pretty kind face, of. man. A I'm bit. just a pretty face. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, thank you for joining us. Of course, we uh, we met at the uh, Unity Conference uh, get-together a couple weeks ago. Um, but Brackies is a well-known channel in the YouTube universe, especially the Unity uh, users out there. But, uh, like, how did you guys get started? I mean, like, let's rewind back five years. Like, when, when was that and what was that about? Right. So, um yeah, excuse my tendency to ramble before I even get started on this. <laughs> we got a whole hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all about podcast rambling. <laughs> it's cool. Well, um, originally, 
uh, I was the only one working on it. Um, and I think the channel kind of represents my journey as a game developer mm-hmm. in general, because starting the channel was almost my first steps into the game development industry. Um, for a long time, I'd been using computers and loved it. And uh, I'd been doing all sorts of things with it kind of all over the place. I've been doing uh, still image production, jumped into Photoshop, tried to edit those, uh, doing some video work, using After Effects, set up a green screen in my parents' basement to kind of um, invite my friends over and blow them up or put them on mice and have them shoot laser beams. And um, and from there, I kind of moved on to, to doing some music stuff, um, been playing drums for a long time, and you've been playing as well. You've played... Uh, yeah, I play a guitar, piano, and I sing. Yeah, yeah. So we've done some music together, which was pretty fun. Nothing... Nothing on the internet. You won't find it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just general love for music, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. And been really nerdy about that. And then um, from there, I, I just found that it, the amazing thing about game development when I first discovered it uh, was that it could kind of combine all of these things together. Uh, you could do programming and code. You could do math, which I'm also really interested in. Uh, you could do music and graphics whether 2d or motion graphics kind of 3d animation it it's really cool how it one how you combine all of these things into one finished piece of media that people can then consume that was fun and also the interactive part really got to me um so so yeah and then um what i really started doing was trying to make a game um i wanted to to kind of create an an ios game at the time um, that allowed you to make your own game within the game. So already kind of going for the meta stuff. Uh, that, was, that was your first game idea? It was to make a game within a game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Talking about yeah, so defenses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sophia named it your game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was too ambitious. <laughs> yeah, way too ambitious. Well, hold I mean, on a second. Sophia, did you do all the work again? On the- <laughs> no, no, I didn't at that time. <laughs> that only started recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I got together with some friends trying to get that all figured out. And we were all still <laughs> undergoing education and um, we were pretty young at the time. I think I was, I was 14 or 15 or something like that. So yeah, that was just not going to happen. <laughs> and um, but but what I thought was, well, if I'm going and this, I guess, was the, the good thing about it was I thought, well, I'm going to do this game and I have no idea on how I can get people to actually play it because I have no marketing budget. I have no prior games in the bank. And so I kind of need to find a way to establish an audience. And I thought a way to do that would maybe be do some tutorials because I'd picked up the, uh, the Unity engine and, uh, and played around with it. And uh, my way of learning is always download the software, go Google. And if, if a video pops up, then watch that. And um, that's what I did. And uh, very, very few videos popped up. I mean, back then it was pretty much only Tornado Twins. That's a throwback if oh, people remember, remember those guys. Wow, that's that's back in the day reference. Yeah, yeah. And I watch a lot of those, tried to get the worm kind of moving about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but really it was very sparse. And um and so I thought maybe I could help fill this void and and people would naturally embark upon my tutorials. <laughs> and uh yeah, started making those. Um 
in the beginning it was really simple like a one-off recording hit record talk for whatever amount of seconds or minutes about something that i barely knew about or i'd learned 10 minutes before and uh and hope that everything worked out but but people really got interested in it for some reason um the, the first series i did was on creating a survival game in unity um turned out to be more of an, a fantasy adventure thing and uh I had no idea on how to do 3D graphics and such. So luckily I found a, a guy called Samin, uh, who's super cool, who could kind of work out with that. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he made, he kind of prettified the whole thing. Ended up being, I don't know, 30 or 40 tutorials um, before I started to move on to more broader subjects. I, I found that only so many people want to see survival game series. But yeah, that's kind of how we got started anyways. Did any of your educational classes or, I guess, explorations before getting into games actually help lead into the games? Like, for example, when I was in high school, I took AP Computer Science, which taught me C++, which now helps me with my scripting or just even understanding coding. So while you guys were going through school or in university, uh, did you like specifically take classes knowing that you were going to try to jump into game development? Um, no, not at all. <laughs> um, actually, in Denmark, it's uh, very rare to find an education uh, that's actually uh, has something uh, like scripting or programming, yeah. computer science. Yeah. Uh, then you have to actually go for that in the university. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not kind of the. It's not a part of the general uh, education. No, everything gets introduced very late, and that was also an annoyance for me because I I love learning. Uh, but it has to be on something that I feel is interesting or makes sense for me. And that's also why I really didn't like going to school is because, well, they laid out all of these different things that we needed to, to learn. And probably we did need to learn those. But um, but not being able to do what we were really interested in, or I was at the time at least, yeah. and you, you got hooked later. Yeah. Um, game development was was really annoying. So. And, and I mean, we we finished up, um, which is essentially high school. It's called gymnasium uh, about a, a year ago. Yeah. Um, and if we've tr if we kept on from there, well, then maybe we could have done some actual programming. But before then, uh, not really. No. Mm. Yeah. And of course, for me, uh, game development was kind of this strange thing that like before Aspen got started, uh, we've been a couple ever since he actually got started on Brackies. Yeah. So before Aspen got started, I hadn't even heard about the about programming or scripting or right. a game engine or I had no idea what it took to actually uh, make a game. And <clears throat> I guess you could say I wasn't even actually a gamer because uh, at least in Denmark, uh, mm. girls don't really play games uh, in the same amount that boys do. <laughs> no, uh, only the cool guys. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of you know separated in that yeah. way. But you yeah, know, it's... boys play games and girls do other kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um. So for me, it was kind of this whole new territory. And then, of course, I've been following along yeah. on the side with Espen doing brackies and all the way through high school. Yeah. Uh. So it's only you know gradually been building up my interest uh yeah. in the subject you made all of the big decisions and then i sat down and worked on it <laughs> yeah like i helped brainstorm the name and yeah all yeah. that kind of stuff oh yeah you were there for everything yeah yeah 
but not right. you know the the actual uh, technical stuff. No, no, it's it's a hard field to to get into. Mm. So how, how what's the game industry like over there in Denmark? Um, just in general, the game companies, uh, the the variety of different game developers i mean do you guys have gdc over there or like a game com uh, game developer communities that you guys really get kept up with or, or well you know that? um <laughs> we're probably not the right ones to ask about that actually because our current our main problem for a long time has been kind of isolating ourselves from the entire world <laughs> um <laughs> and then we're only now kind of starting to find out that other people are doing the same thing in real life um and uh so so we haven't really gone to user groups and I, i don't even know if they exist it's definitely not something that you kind of uh, get thrown in your face if you don't actively search it out um um, in terms of, of video game production, there, there are a lot of smaller studios here. Um, the, I mean, Denmark is known for, or at least mm -hmm. in Denmark, known for having a pretty vibrant startup mm -hmm. kind of community and, and a focus on what we call innovation, but which, yeah, which might be game development or something else. Um, so, so there are definitely opportunities, but in terms of connecting with other people, we don't have any big conferences that I know of. Uh, you, we have a, a Copenhagen Unity office here, which and, and once they held a um, part of Unite here. Uh, but really, the closest thing is go to Amsterdam, Unite Amsterdam, <laughs> if you want to go to something. So, yeah, we could use more. Man. So is a lot of your audience uh, local people from Denmark as well? Because I'm imagining you aren't the only ones who are in your area but would like to learn about game development. I'm, I mean, do you feel like you walk by at the grocery store like, oh, my God, it's him, the guy who did all the guitars. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> We get very few of those moments. It happened. It, it happened, um, but, but rarely. Um, uh, I think our audience is like, I don't remember. I think it's like 10 to 15% from Denmark or something like that. And primarily we get people from the States. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess English speaking country, right. And it's huge. So people just naturally, uh, discover the videos from there. Uh, but we do get a lot of, um, views from India as well, actually, <laughs> which is pretty fun. Um, so Yeah, it's it's kind of spread out. It's not that the, the U.S. is really dominating, but it's not that we have a big local audience either. Um, but yeah, we, we rarely run into people on the street, though. That would be pretty nice. Who may not be vocal about it, but who definitely appreciate what you guys are contributing to just the game development community as a whole. Right. I will say focusing on unity or art involved in making things for unity. Fantastic. But think about the fact that you're planting seeds in young developers who can go on to make some really cool games. You know, like we were kind of talking before the podcast, you said your demographic was around 15 to 20 is your average. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the most rewarding part of this whole thing is when we get those kind of comments or messages saying, you inspired me to make games. And 
I feel like I really accomplished something because yeah. of your videos and yeah. you got me interested in uh, keeping on going because yeah. game development is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, you can be really proud if you end up with an actual uh, result, I think. Yeah. yeah, and those things get more awesome over time because now we've been doing it for such a long time that people go, hey, remember me in the comments from three years ago? Well, I got into this university and now I'm almost done with this game and we're we're excited to ship and that i mean that's an awesome feeling yeah. really yeah. yeah do your fans ever send you like their games and they're like oh my god it looks like crap <laughs> but hey <laughs> keep on, keep on, keep on. if we're brutally honest that happens too of course <laughs> i mean everybody uh is excited about what they've made because yeah. normally i mean people will always try and make what is difficult for them at the time and we do target beginners so the majority of the games that we get are simple and mm -hmm. but it, i mean it's still exciting because then people will say well this is my first game mm. and then that's something special in its own uh so but yeah that happens well uh you know you guys you guys started this channel as a way to popularize yourself and it's been five years in the making and you guys are at 250 hundy Right. Congratulations, yeah. by yeah. the way. Oh, thanks. Humble brag, humble brag. Uh, <laughs> so, like, on the road to that, um, you know, when when was it the first time where you started realizing this is becoming a big thing? And when was that uh, feeling um, like? Well, I think it was a very gradual realization um, yeah. because, I mean, the first time that I thought this is something that I should focus on was at the same time where my first game your game was totally failing uh <laughs> i thought well this tutorial thing is kind of catching on and this here is well of course what were we thinking so um so yeah that was kind of the first time that i really jumped into it with the ambition of of being the tutorial part being the main focus um and then the thing is with tutorials in general is you publish a video it gets in the beginning 10 views, 100 views. Now maybe it gets a few thousand views, but over time it ranks up because, I mean, the most amount of or our views comes from search or for some, from some kind of recommendation. So really just about building up an archive of videos laying there ready in search. And so we didn't really, there wasn't a time where we just exploded. No. Um, so, so, and it was also kind of a project that we just had on the side while we were on uh, doing education. And it wasn't until uh, we finished that up a year ago where I decided to go full time. And then half a year ago where you decided to go full time, yeah, yeah. Um, where we could kind of say, well, this, this is maybe our future work. And, and this is something that could sustain itself mm -hmm. as more than just a side thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so. I feel like there were some milestones, for example, yeah. 100,000 uh, yeah. subscribers yeah. and Ooh. the silver play button. Yeah. yeah that, that was, hit. you know, yeah, I mean, it was an accomplishment and it was yeah. like, wow, this has actually gotten really big. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should just keep on going yeah. and see where and, this can. Uh, at 100,000 subscribers, YouTube reaches out and gives you an official thank you, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And they send you an actual uh, silver play button, uh, kind of a trophy or something like that yeah, in a frame. It's weird that that sudden switch from 99.99 or whatever to 
to 100,000 feels so impactful, but it just, it just did. Uh, we kind of woke up from our sleep and a slow grind of pushing out videos and like, whoa, this is a tangible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been really interesting getting to, to put all of our energy into it rather than having to sometimes set aside some time to maybe do this thing while other things were actually more important in real life. Um, so that, that's really, and, and I think people following the channel, at least telling, judging from the comment section have been feeling that as well. Mm. Um, I mean, there's just the videos are, we can put much more editing time mm. planning into the videos. And I mean, kind of making the whole thing feel easier to consume well, before we just kind of hit record and we went on for an hour and then stopped recording and uploaded it. And the thumbnail was the same as the previous one, but with an one increment in number. Um, yeah. Well, now we can we can do every video as a standalone thing where we say, well, we want this to be a project and we right. plan it out. We edit it through. We do a custom thumbnail and and whatever. And th- that really helps a lot and makes it much easier for people to not get lost in it a hundred video series or in a long rambling (laughs) hence what i'm doing now (laughs) explanation so yeah you really you kind of find your flow right so i bet yeah i will challenge the listeners of this podcast go back to like episode one or two right and listen to our podcast (laughs) please don't no you know what i mean like you know you kind of get used to talking you get used to interviewing there's just repetition Uh, yeah (laughs) i i think the the development has been, you know, insane. If you yeah. go back and watch the first video where you were like 15 <laughs> oh, and no. you were sitting there uh, and kind of nervous and you were just talking so slowly because yeah. also you were maybe inexperienced in English. And Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like I had a stroke and then hit record. <laughs> yeah. And there's not a single cut no. in the video. No, so yeah. just long pauses yeah. with you trying to fix bugs. Yeah. Yeah, but luckily, I mean, the only thing, those vi- reason why those videos survived was because there really wasn't too many alternatives at the time. And that, that was where we got lucky. Because if we'd started doing that now, man, <laughs> we would have been like, people hate us. Let's get off the internet. Let's bury ourselves somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you, do you feel like the, are you kind of mentioning about commenting and people uh, being different just only in five years? Um, I'm sure your your fans are, are perfect and, and, and awesome and supportive. But like just seeing the landscape nowadays, do you feel just being a content creator on YouTube, um, how has the landscape changed if someone was to enter in and do tutorials nowadays? There's so much more competition now. Um, and not directly, because I think all the tutorial makers really want each other to succeed. It's not that uh, people are being brutal about it, but the fact is that there are so many tutorial channels and whereas before you could create a video and pretty much no matter the subject, unless it was something really obvious, um, it would be the only thing, uh, coming up when you search, but now it's really, really hard to find of a subject that isn't already covered. And so you have to start competing in numbers. And I mean, luckily being a fairly large tutorial channel, we are kind of 
in the top of that and don't really feel that too much because when we create a video it, we have a subscriber base to watch it and so it will rank higher in search and so normally we are somewhere in the top um, but i think starting out that's more difficult uh, and that's where i think sites like um man now this now the name escapes me but but you know paid courses and uh those kind of Udemy. Yeah, Udemy. Thanks. Yeah. And Lynda.com or whatever. These these paid you should get sponsored. We are mentioning that anyways. <laughs> but but yeah, th- those can be better for people kind of wanting to get started. But at the same time, those sites also require some production value. And when you're just starting out, you might not have that microphone or know how to edit in a way that feels professional so so it is definitely harder uh, i think the, the, the way that we feel it getting harder is that now we're a larger channel and so what we're saying people fact check <laughs> <laughs> and for a long time i've kind of survived on being able to say this is kind of how it works but now i feel <laughs> that i have to really know the theory go and say this is be- best practices actually use them um, people are really calling me out a lot on non-performing code. And I mean, I totally get it. But at the same time, when doing a tutorial, I don't want to lose people in weird performance optimi- to optimizations. I, I want to just kind of keep people interested. And then if they want to actually use it in the game uh, that's going to ship, well, then they might already know how to make it better. Um, but yeah, Reddit is a brutal place. yeah but you know what though here's the way i look at it right like did they put in five years worth of different tutorial videos or did they just jump on one video and comment on one thing where they feel like they know better than you right like yeah that's true this guy's a jackass because i know this i was like okay well go do that for five years worth of videos and come back and we'll talk you know what i mean right yeah yeah that's that's true and you do have to kind of just sort it out and say well that's that's the internet. I've stopped reading comments on Reddit because those are always the ones that kind of point out flaws in the code. And there's always going to be flaws in the code, no matter how much I think about it. I, I don't claim to be the best programmer in the world, not at all. Um, but as long as it can kind of, yeah, get people interested, I think mm-hmm. we've served our purpose and maybe not teach them the worst of things we have if you go back and watch videos now i would probably be the one in the comments saying hey what the heck are you doing this would never work <laughs> but um but but yeah somehow somehow people are we yeah, I'm sorry, I'm we, sorry. we appreciate the honesty uh first and foremost <laughs> you know not everyone's perfect but still being in a position where you're helping but then you have a wide audience i get it like people will come yeah, yeah. for better or for worse to see what you're up to and to say something about it so yeah. i would like to take a moment to play this game that i invented it's called the fast five how it works is right. I'm going to spit out five quick questions and I need five quick answers. And then we're going to bring the conversation back to what we're doing. But it's a pretty cool segment that we're working out. We want to see if it if we can keep it going. So are you guys awesome. ready to play the fast five? Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you don't do like it, every other leave one leave it on Bracky's comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean son of a. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. You do the first one. I do the second okay, one. Okay. Ready? Question number one. What was the hardest game that you ever beat? That that we ever what? That you ever beat. The hardest game you ever beat. You had to beat it, though. Definitely Smite. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I uh, I love Smite. It's my all-time favorite game. <laughs> This is fast five. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I I didn't beat it yet, but I'm still working you're on never, it. But I'm getting better, and I love it. I'm sorry, you're never gonna beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. What is the one feature that any piece of that any software that you use right now you wish didn't exist? Like, what is the one feature that you're like, holy crap, just blow this out of the water because it's terrible. It doesn't work. Oh uh, no. Oh, uh, oh, so many answers. <laughs> Break it down. <laughs> no. System overload, blue screen, something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 90% of the features in Blender. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Shots fired. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brandon, do you have one? You want to jump in? No, I, I sign off with that. <laughs> no, no problem. What is the one game that you could not live without? Smite again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for being boring. Bad, I, guess, I think for me, it's yeah. the hardest, but I just I need that, you know. <laughs> yeah, for me it's probably yeah. I don't know. I've played so much Counter Strike. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's yeah, good fun. to hear. Good to hear. <clears throat> uh, so that's three down. You guys got two left. I'm going to increase the difficulty. Ready? All right. If you had to redo the Brackies channel from zero subscribers, start all the way over, what would you do differently? Uh yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Hey, man. Um, I'm going for the throat. Yeah, yeah. You can use our channel as a as a substitute. <laughs> start with that. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I think um, uh, the main thing would probably be um, not do these long tutorial series. Do small, standalone, bite-sized videos. Maybe even not give an expectation of it being a total, I mean, a tutorial format, but more of a tips format, a comparison format. These kind of, you know, smaller, easier, consumable videos that are more, maybe more marketing oriented, but at the same time, give a bit of information. Um, so that's probably what I would do kind of, and also maybe allow myself to branch out a little more. Um, because I mean, we are very focused on unity and that's a good thing, but at the same time, we've tried doing a math game, math theory course. And, and people went, wait, wait, what math is a part of game development. I, I subscribe to learn how to use, use unity. And I go, well, there's a connection between the two, but, but maybe implementing that more into the channel. Uh, would be would be kind of a mm. well it would do different yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and having Sophia on board from day one that's that's probably <laughs> actually that's that's the main answer <laughs> okay. yeah uh Sophia you want to jump in on that one as well do you have an answer for us um yeah I I pretty much agree with what Esperan said but uh also kind of just you know knowing how much design and actually designing a good uh, thumbnail or cover or profile picture or yeah. graphics into the into the video itself uh knowing how much that that means uh, maybe just uh, being able to focus a little bit more on that yeah. and uh, making something that looks modern uh as opposed to looking forced yeah yeah so yeah and and also don't run a forum on wordpress you're going to regret it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I take it. Last question in the fast five. If there was one video in your entire roster of videos that you would say was the most fun for you to make and you enjoyed it the most, what would that one video be? Oh, um, maybe the Lotum Dare videos. Yeah, the Lotum Dare videos are so fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that, I mean, that's, that's a process. It's not something that you just have to grind out. It disrupts your sleep schedule. You don't eat. You kind of, you set aside a whole weekend in order to create one game and one video. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of reflection on that. You get to test your skills mm -hmm. and we work together on it. I mean, you, you created your own game for this previous Ludum Diary and, and that was in the video as well. So, I mean, that, that's something really, really fun about Ludum Diary. And, and if it, if I couldn't pick those, maybe, um, the unity five primer video, that was my first transition into a non-standard tutorial format. And, and I thought that was just really fun to do. Coming in at 13 minutes and nine seconds in the fast. No, I'm just no, thank you guys. You, you, you passed, you passed. Good job. Oh my God. Oh, we have not yet had a casualty in the fast five. So you guys will add you to the list of people who've achieved. All right. Sorry about that. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you guys. Thank you for participating. Sure, no problem. <laughs> So you kind of were mentioning this before, like, do you mind kind of expanding on the dark years of the Brackies team where before Sophia jumped on? Like, when was it? Was it the late night that was like the last straw on the camel's back, you know, kind of thing where it broke it? Yeah. When was that moment where you realized this is a lot of work? Um, <laughs> every night <laughs> since I started. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I mean, when, when I was still, uh, in high school, uh, or gymnasium, um, it was a side thing and I could kind of, we weren't on a fixed schedule. And so I could kind of just laid off for a little mm -hmm. while if I didn't feel like working on it and then starting full time with huge amounts of energy and the kick-ass feeling of not going to school every day, um, mm -hmm. that I really just went and just worked so much i was doing like 80 hour um a week um and i i think i kind of got burned out on that and i i really never had that feeling before because i love working and i really love doing the the channel and everything but uh, at the same time i didn't see any real growth um i did a patreon page and that was fun uh but with the patron and ad revenue combined, there was no real way that this was looking to be something that we could live off of. And you went ahead and, and took a job as a waitress. Mm -hmm. um, so you were kind of working long hours. And especially when we got towards Christmas time, yeah, your work just went crazy because, I mean, yeah, people mm -hmm. go nuts on Christmas and want to go out for drinks and eating and everything. And yeah. And we have this thing in Denmark called Glück. It's a it's a weird drink. Uh, it smells it smells like Christmas, but in a very horrible way. It's basically hot wa uh, red wine with uh, cinnamon and uh, licorice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird mix, and and they had you your your manager had you kind of pour this thing with the lid open this huge bowl of glug yeah. all day every day while working there and you yeah. couldn't let it out because people needed to smell christmas when they came in and you were just getting sick from all the glug and coming home from that and and i was just working crazy amounts and i 
And really, it's it got to a point where I was grinding out, grinding out two videos a week at least, and uh, had a huge amount of videos in, in a series. I was doing the multiplayer FPS series at, at the time, a tower defense course at the same time, while doing game math theory videos that were just really editing expensive. Mm. Uh, but people really, um, I mean, we had an audience, but it wasn't growing, and and it just got to the point where we said. F this. I mean, why, why, why this? Mm. So you quit your job, um, got, got here to work with me. Um, and from that day on, everything changed because just the, just not working those 80 hours and just getting to relax a little bit. Actually, I think I jumped right down to 30 hours or something just to kind of get a bit of relaxation time changed everything. We were doing the same amount of videos every week. They were much more heavily edited. And most importantly, I had kind of, um, I, I had slept. And so I was able to, to kind of think about what direction we were going in. And we completely changed the format of the tutorials. Yeah. From that day on, it, it wasn't these long series. Yeah, it, exactly. It was, uh, yeah. I, re- I remember we, we sat down and we kind of analyzed, well, you're spending all this time on this channel. Why don't we see any growth? Yeah. Uh, so we were kind of analyzing, maybe you're putting your efforts into the uh, wrong places. Yeah. Uh, maybe this uh, tower defense series uh, wasn't actually such a good idea. Uh, I really like the idea of it, but we could see that it just wasn't generating that many views and that people were kind of, you know, getting bored. Yeah, uh, that's a huge fall off when you do a big series. No matter how interesting you yeah, try and keep sure. it, people just... I mean, a tenth of the people are watching the fourth video, really. Yeah. And so. that maybe the videos were, were actually too long yeah. and uh, not entertaining enough. Yeah. That that was kind of the big realization that yeah. we need to make this uh, entertaining. Yeah. And so we need to make them faster, obviously. Yeah. And just, you know, more uh, dense and yeah. packed with knowledge and put in some jokes and, you know, put in some energy, yeah. put in some... Uh, personality and all these ki- these kinds of things yeah. get the face mm-hmm. cam going in the intro and the outro yeah and just uh, letting people have fun while they learn yes yeah. <laughs> because that's really the way that you you are get a straight up producer get- right seriously thanks i'm gonna take that as a compliment <laughs> i just see sophia on the side hey you should look happy <laughs> like you like to do this yeah right, luckily, pick it up come uh, on stop naturally happy entertaining <laughs> god damn it <laughs> but yeah actually it's 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 true kind of uh, get it to be a little bit more uh, instructed and a little bit more of a performance that you're doing yeah yeah definitely yeah and when it's planned out and when you feel comfortable and when you have and we are not working this many hours you just feel the jokes coming you feel the vibe and when you have something to bounce off someone to bounce off (laughs) of um everything becomes so much easier and more fun and i think people could just feel that i mean since sophia joined the amount of subscribers that we are gaining a month mm-hmm. have gone up uh, by factor three. And I mean, I, I think that just kind of speaks to the, the fact that people could feel this change. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I was just going down the same path that I'd done four years before. Um, but the landscape had changed. Now there were people doing really nicely edited videos and people were kind of looking at motion graphics and going, hey, this is nice. I, I want to see visually what you're explaining and not just see a blank screen and so 
kind of shifting towards that kind of made people realize that well, maybe this is not a channel dying, but maybe it's just more of a channel thriving. And mm-hmm. yeah, that helped out a lot. But those were, that, w- that was a hard time. It was, yeah. It's requiring you guys to pick up new skills, I'm imagining, right? Like maybe you may not, if you're just doing a one-off Unity recording at first, but now it's like, hey, let's do some After Effects or let's do some, right, right. you know, some audio, you know, some audio work. Let's clean up the audio or let's actually produce some really good vocal sounds. And right, right. Yeah. Ad libs. Yeah. I mean, and- yeah, luckily I, I had done many of these things before, but never really gotten a good format for it putting it into a video and that was what we did and and you had to learn all of this from scratch yeah yeah, yeah so. i learned a lot in that period of time i uh, about um editing and yeah, premiere <laughs> after effects all those graphics things. and everything yeah because i didn't know that much about that yeah um but i feel like you had the skills already but you just maybe weren't using them to the max yeah I, yeah a classic producer <laughs> <laughs> so uh if if i'd like to hire you guys to help with my youtube channel what do i need to do <laughs> it sounds like you guys got the golden plan man i'm so happy for you all <laughs> thanks i mean hearing everything it just it's so clear that's why you guys are distancing from from the pack man you guys are top top the shelf uh on your a game right now so <laughs> thanks and you guys uh, look like you're well rested. <laughs> so congratulations! Oh really? Oh, I, not today. Like, they were early. They were <laughs> they were at the podcast, yeah. ready to go, nine o'clock in the morning. I'm yeah, only wearing like a shirt. I don't know about you guys. I'm just this is business from here up. You know? <laughs> as soon as I turn off the monitor, I'm hitting the bed. <laughs> yeah. What's it like? Uh, one o'clock? Uh, yeah, 102 a.m. for us. You hear that, audience? Wow. This is wow. the midnight oil, as we like to say in America. Dedication, yeah, we're, we're, guys. Larry and I are in the pre-Sophia phase, so we haven't found our <laughs> Sophia yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. we should kind of lend you out to people not sleeping, <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of get them on the schedule. Yeah, if, I, wow. if I contribute to your Patreon at the highest tier, how many of my videos <laughs> will you guys critique? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I know. <laughs> and and you were really trying to convince me for a long period of time yes. to actually join you. Help so, me. So, was just- so how was that? How was that? So I guess there was a period where, you know, he's coming at you with baggy eyes <laughs> asking for help. Yeah. yeah. So what what was that like, the, the conversation? Just getting the convincing going. Like, yeah. Yeah. Help. For me, it was like it felt like a really big step. And yeah. I couldn't really see myself in it. Right. Uh, and it took some adjusting. And I will say that it uh, it took a lot of time to actually get used to the fact that I'm a part of Brekkies and that I'm working with this and this is what I do. Uh, but now I feel like I've gotten used to it. Yeah. And I mean, especially because if you, you've never before this done programming you've never exactly work with unity you have never edited videos you've yeah. never been part of a video product so yeah. everything to you was new yeah but that also was maybe really a strong suit because of course we could really tailor your skills to what exactly we we kind of needed to fill that that void that i was trying to fill mm. uh, um and at the same time it kind of made us look at everything we were doing once more because mm. Uh, what That's do we true. really need you to do here? What is the, what 
is what does the best video look like mm. that we could do in mm. in our own eyes mm. and, and, and that maybe a yeah and get gets uh, a point of view on it that's that has no, uh, no expertise actually right. yeah. in programming from a consumer standpoint yeah. almost yeah because uh, i'll have to admit I found it really difficult to be able to concentrate on your first videos uh, because I just thought that they were so slow yeah. <laughs> and they were kind of boring. <laughs> Sorry. And I gotta edit. I gotta because, edit those. Yeah, because I, I didn't know anything about programming, and it was just you going on uh, about something that yeah. I didn't even know where to begin. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's breaking it down. It was the primary problem was me being boring. <laughs> It was. No. Oh, yeah. She's like, so, hmm. so. he begins, it says, okay, so you got to put your includes up top. And then she's like, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to cut all this. And then it says, return three. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the motion. But what's interesting, though, I'll say about your dynamic and the name of your channel, right? Like Brackies. I'm assuming one person is the left Bracky, the other person is the right Bracky, and you guys form a whole. Is that what it is? The, is that you just wow. new on minds? <laughs> Oh, am I on to oh, something or am whoa. I completely off? Has anyone you get the interpretation ever? Let's say free. that's yeah, that's yeah. It definitely that's what, what we, we thought. thought. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Um, yeah, no, I just went. Uh, what do you use when programming uh, <laughs> bracket keys? Yeah, yeah let's, and, and it let's just put sounds those good. On. Yeah, and we can rotate them, and <laughs> that was kind of it. No, yeah, it was it like, it's a yeah. what's a good name that's easy to make a logo off of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also had the requirement that every time that we mentioned it to someone, we had to spell it out. So, yeah. <laughs> That's Another leak on Game Dev Unchained podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> At the bottom of it. Yeah. Awesome. Looking well, were there any other names in consideration that. when you were going to get started? Like, I'm oh, sure you guys didn't use your last names, so we can go beyond that. What was the. <laughs> 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 to Yeah, I think. I don't think I remember it. I think, I think it was, it was just, just the, the, the the obvious spins on the word cube, spins on the word dev. Yeah, different ways to say key and brackets and everything. And we discovered that Google had this thing called bracket for developers, so we kind of Something had to steer away from that. Yeah. Um, we Something didn't get sued yet, so that's good. Yeah, maybe some with the right cube game dev tutorial channel. Man, you guys dodged a bullet there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, like, uh, your schedule has definitely calmed down since eighty hours, right? And yeah. it sounds like you guys are, um, at least uh, have a plan every day or every week yeah. of how things go. Like, what what does that look like? What what is your normal schedule nowadays? Oh, yeah, I think it still varies a lot, um, especially because. In the summertime, like it is now, we want to take some days off like regular people. And, and that kind of requires us to push forward and have those videos ready and scheduled. And uh, I mean, that's just two videos for every week that we want to take vacation time for. Exactly. And then there's all the other stuff around it. So right now we are pretty much in crunch mode because we want to take some vacation. But um, but normally we can we can have a pretty standard work week yeah where we have something to do every day 
maybe not 10 to 5 maybe we stretch that a little bit but but still we have we have a plan mm-hmm. and that that feels nice and it's much easier to have a plan when you're in more than one people one person because uh I did, not, I did not have a plan <laughs> well do you guys ever feel like you suffer from audience ownership like that's now you know i'm not gonna say like we're this big time podcast but we are growing too over here okay so, yeah so, of course it's awesome <laughs> people expect on tuesday morning that a fresh podcast is on their iphone or is in their computer or in their inbox and we've gotten yeah. emails we've gotten messages like if it's like tuesday afternoon we're getting hit up like hey 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 you guys are messing with my my routine here where's the podcast (laughs) yeah so what's that like for you guys do you ever have any uh very i'll just say very intrusively supportive uh (laughs) it's actually not too bad um i mean people do do definitely get a bit mad if we make something that isn't the uh, what they're expecting so if we have uh, a course going and um every other video we normally do um something else than the course that we currently have well are working on so that people who are not following along with that course can maybe also get something but people following that course might see that and get a little frustrated and um the the main problem is if we we do a video that's that's not a tutorial if we go ahead and do um say we well we we have a, a site called dev assets where we do kind of pay what you want asset packs mostly 3d asset stuff and and sometimes we do release videos for those and there are definitely people getting a bit frustrated when we count a release video as one of the videos a week while for us it's maybe like 10 times the production time but still we so we can't really do that on top of everything else but mm. um but but that might happen but i can see how that's especially bad for podcasts because podcast is something that's part of your schedule man I regularly listen to you guys about doing something else. And if, if there wasn't a new podcast, I think I would kill you too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been telling Larry. We... I'm looking forward to that Bracky's video. Like, hey, uh, you know, no video for me this week because there's no damn podcast. <laughs> Playing game that much. <laughs> right. Yeah. But so, yeah, a little bit. But I, I think people are pretty understanding and. And what we've, we, we almost never miss a video. And if we do, we let people know beforehand and, and people are pretty cool about it. They, they know that this stuff requires time. So yeah. Yeah. Don't buy the good thing about speaking to developers is that developers know that working with computers is just, it's, it just takes time. Mm-hmm. I mean, has your audience been, um, been wanting more? You've been talking about, you know, you guys try different, you guys are mainly tutorials, you're talking about Unity, and you guys have done ventures on, on trying different things, but has an audience been like, hey, what else do you guys, uh, you know, want to show or talk about? We're interested in your life, uh, lifestyle, vlog, or, or something like that. Like, has has that ever popped up in during your five years? Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, uh, often in the, we do live streams yeah. uh, monthly. And in at the end of that, we have like a Q and A session where people can ask you anything. Yeah. And that often tends to be kind of more personal questions. Yeah. Uh, people want to know stuff about you. People want to see draw my life videos. Yeah. That too. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, um, sometimes sometimes people want to 
to know more um no some we've actually been requested a billion times to do some podcast format so it's really nice to be here and be like yes, they're doing it we don't yeah, have to <laughs> this is awesome check this out instead <laughs> so um Man, but if but, i didn't yeah. draw my life video it'd be so quick my name is Larry. I was born very tall, and people always ask if I played sports. <laughs> I said no. I made video games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had boring, awesome lives. I mean, <laughs> we've we've already been always been fairly happy. That wouldn't be too much to talk about. No. Yeah, and always lived in the yeah. same place. So. I've got a good question for you. So we met you guys at the Unity Influencers Conference recently in San Francisco, and it was an absolute pleasure to spend a couple of days with you. And I'm upset that you didn't join us in the Roosevelt Room, by the way. We would have won if we had a couple <laughs> extra students on our team, but that's neither here nor there. Let me get to the question. Where other places has your your talents taken you? You know, like, have you guys gotten to see other parts of the world based on your, you know, your work with Unity or your work with game development? You know, have you guys gotten to go to to other countries or just other events that were really you know really interesting or cool at your at your age short answer no <laughs> um this was actually uh the first time that we kind of got to go out of the office and meet people from the same industry mm-hmm. on like at least in a planned fashion and and have a program laid out for us that we just had to en- enjoy and really yeah. uh, it, it was an awesome experience first of all traveling to the united states we've we've never been uh, to those of you uh, listening uh, we, we flew to san francisco um which was like a 14-hour flight for us stayed there for two days and then then flew back and uh and unity hosted the whole thing and uh I mean, that was that was super exciting, really, because we got to meet Unity employees. We got to kind of see how this tech world works if you're not working out of your one room and um, and, and meet other developers that are maybe also doing podcasts or um, doing other uh, tutorial channels or streaming their their development process. And that was a very eye opening experience, really. So we were really excited to go on that trip. And, and we've definitely been hooked by the whole conference vibe uh we want to go to more we want to go to gdc and unite and everything sure. we, we, we couldn't go to amsterdam this time or can't i don't know when this podcast will be airing but <laughs> um if you guys so, come so, back and go to gdc you have to let us know because yeah, uh, we will, we will, we will introduce you to the real san francisco like uh, no no disrespect to unity right like they're obviously bringing you here they want to keep you safe Right, right. <laughs> when you hang out with us, <laughs> we're gonna show you the other parts of San Fran. <laughs> some real memories. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm partially intrigued and scared. That's gonna be, that's gonna be great. Yeah, I'll just mess a bit. No, if you come to GDC though, please let us know. It'd be great to see you guys again in person. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we would love to definitely. This time, uh, maybe we would be uh, old enough to to have a beer there. That would be nice. <laughs> Yeah, it was sad. Everyone at the last dinner table was having their wine, endless wine. You know? Yeah, we're sitting yeah, there, endless water. Yeah, been drinking for many years, and not being able to partake. Yeah, it, it was a good water though. Yeah. Classic, <laughs> kind of swirling your water water around. Yeah. All right. So, like, uh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I asked a lot of questions. <laughs> So like uh, 
so during these five years, I'm sure you've had supportive family and friends who don't really understand what you do. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how has that been like uh, just explaining them what game development is, first of all, and then like this whole tutorial channel on YouTube and then finally doing this full time? Right. I'm yeah. Sure it's pretty do, interesting. Do you want to start? Yeah. Like, how did your parents um, take it for start? Like, what? You're doing full time what? Yeah. No, I I feel like your parents actually were really on board because they they could feel that, you know, it was going well and it was uh, it had potential. Yeah. Um, and also they had been been following along and they maybe understood a few things about what it actually was about yeah i'm pretty lucky to have parents that pretty much watch every video no matter the length mm. and that's uh that's no matter how how boring the first ones are yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and i mean they actually yeah, only started re uh, watching recently so <laughs> i kind of feeling more to them too do your, do um, your parents help fight against your trolls my son did a great video. How <laughs> oh, oh I'm, happily, I don't don't think they they know that they can comment on YouTube videos, so that helps a lot. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean they've they've been really understanding about the whole thing, and mm. and um, I mean they've already always been really supportive about uh, doing computer stuff, trying to understand what's what's actually going on, and I've been sharing what I've I've been making since I was little. Uh, they actually. Um, when I first got into computers and, and wanted to have a look at the whole programming thing, uh, they found a computer teacher. And I, I know that's not a term, <laughs> but they, uh, they went to um, the local uh, university uh, for people doing different programming stuff. And they hung up like a hundred uh, pages printed out saying, looking for computer teacher. And, uh, and a single guy wrote back and, uh, he ended up kind of, well, my parents really made fun of us because they were paying him X amount of uh, an hour. And every time they walked into the room, we were just kind of crossed arms, staring at the screen, just kind of thinking quietly. And so they, they thought he maybe had it a little easy, but that was awesome. I mean, they, they supported it so much that they went and invented a term called computer teacher in order to kind of try and help it along. And, and that did help, um, having someone to, to share ideas with, because that's, that's, that's a really good thing to have when, when learning this sort of stuff, someone to ask. Uh, yeah. I, I do feel like maybe sometimes people are a little, uh, scared to maybe ask questions because mm -hmm. maybe they don't understand, uh, some things. And then if they ask something, it, it could be a stupid question or yeah, afraid maybe, to get something wrong. Or, yeah. Uh, and like, they don't even know where to begin. And also I find that sometimes when I explain to people, uh, so we do tutorials about game development. Yeah. It, it can become kind of meta. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a layer on top of being just a game developer. That's maybe yeah. everyone can understand that. But it's kind of another layer on top. Yeah. So there, there's uh, quite a bit of explanation needed. Sometimes. Yes. It helps that uh, being a YouTuber is kind of a term. So we, we can at least say that, well, we make YouTube videos right. about super nerdy stuff. And, and that nerdy stuff is game development. So people can kind of, kind of catch on, but you do have to be very uh, thorough in your explanation. And, and, and sometimes just have to say, well... When I sit down, I go to my computer, I hit record, and I write a program on the keyboard. And then people kind of understand what it is you're doing. So yeah. have to, um, you do have to 
sometimes it's just about getting into the details of it. I think this is where the draw my life is really helpful. <laughs> That's true. I think you guys should circle back to that and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell your parents Here you go, how it works. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, just circle. send them a link. Yeah, that's First a play, yeah. yeah. So Brackies, right? You guys are killing it on YouTube. Uh, I also see you on Twitter putting in a lot of work. Are there any other platforms that you guys are excited about that are on the rise that you see your brand being able to do well on? Like, for example, is Brackies going to, you know, go deep into VR or AR? Are there any other sort of things on the horizon that you guys are like, yeah, can't wait to get our hands on this kind of tech? Like, will there be a Brackies game that we can download on a console? How about that? Oh, um, Um, well, do you want to? No, okay. okay. Um, So... (laughs) In terms of the first question, um, we're really bad at adopting new technologies. Um, I feel that the moment that from the moment I embarked upon the whole game development journey, I was already a dinosaur, um, and I really refused to kind of do all that stuff. Um, the, mostly because uh, what people are looking for when they they come to our channel um, is the basics, and that's never going to be VR. That's or maybe at some point, but right now, at least for the next many years, that is how to get a cube moving on the screen mm-hmm. and, and those kind of things. And we, we try and just um, expand from there. And uh, branching into VR is cutting off a, a very large part of our audience. And so, uh, of course, we get requests on that, but um, uh, it's always about kind of balancing the two. So that would be something we could do for a one-off video explaining, hey, this is some how to get a controller work, uh, working on a, a HTC Vive or an, an Oculus. Um, but... It's not something that we see um, our channel really branching off into. Um, what we, we thought that we would do for a long time is, is kind of host our videos on a separate website and have people uh, kind of subscribe to that site and kind of steer away from the whole YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out that YouTube as a platform is just so much easier. I mean, going and doing it yourself on a website, hosting everything yourself, having payment models, everything, it requires a team. It's not something that we can just just do. So so right now we're actually pretty focused on on, on YouTube and then various social media, of course. But Yeah, yeah. we were thinking a little bit about maybe uh, trying out a new format of tutorials, uh, making articles. Yeah. And maybe using the the transcripts of uh, a video and uh, you know altering some things and turning it into a full article yeah, uh, on that subject. Yeah. But uh, I think maybe we'll kind of test it out and see how it goes and see what feedback we get. Yeah, yeah, and it's also something. I mean, the the next big thing for us is probably trying to work a bit more closely with Unity in order to um, maybe uh, um, share mm-hmm. um, archives and. Make, maybe be able to ask questions so that if something isn't fully explained in the documentation, we can go and ask the developers. And so we don't say wrong stuff and get wrecked on Reddit. And, and so that helps a little bit. But um, in terms of creating a game, it's probably the, the request that we get the most. But at the same time, we're like, how would we ever be able to do that <laughs> while while doing this? I mean, I mean we, we don't want to divide our attention too much. I think uh, this should be a focus. We've tried doing things on this side. I mean, um, Dev Assets was kind of a side project for for a while, and now it's it's kind of integrated into the uh, into the channel somewhat. Uh, but even that, working on a website while doing the videos and everything, and kind of only getting to show people 
what we made when it's done. Um, it's that that is it's pretty hard and maybe uh, counterintuitive, um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, I mean, if we were to do something with a game, I think it would be uh, regular devlogs or something. And you realize the fact right. that we that we could do that, but right, now, I guess we need an idea first, something yeah, to really yeah. hook in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I got this idea. It's it's called uh, your games with an S. Uh, yeah. It's where you make a game that allows people to make games inside of the game not just one, okay, multiple okay. yeah so you just blew, i i mean that's that's actually the reason why we failed the first time is we allowed them to make one game and then everything just crashed exactly. so you gotta if you're gonna dance if you're gonna walk on thin ice you might as well dance just go, yeah. just go for it um right, i do right. have one last question for you guys though we talked a lot about games mm-hmm. we talked about how busy and how much time it takes and how intensive it is to support the schedule uh, what is your favorite just relaxing pastime activity when all the lights are off? N- not literally, but you know what I mean? The production lights are off and you're not in the studio. What do you guys look forward to doing as uh, your relaxing, joyous activities? Anybody into martial arts or uh, bowling or what do you guys? So we're not really sports people. No. Either of us. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not really good at that. No, but uh, I feel like we both have a lot of different hobbies. Yeah, we're really hobby persons, both of us. Yeah, and and we've played music for a long time, but um, it's hard to find someone to to play with and a place to play regularly and everything. So that that can be a hard hobby to sustain. Um, but really, what we end up doing is try and get out of the apartment a little bit because yeah. when we work here, the best thing is being able to go outside and feel the outside world a little bit and then uh of course movie watching i mean yeah, come on yeah <laughs> we love that everybody <laughs> does that i mean it's the best <laughs> yeah so yeah Brady, you got one more no i'm good man well that was a great q and segue for me to look down at my stopwatch and let everyone who's listening to this podcast currently know that we are at the one hour mark So there's another game that we play on this podcast, and it's called Tell the Audience Something Really Cool That You're Excited About, That You're Working On, That You Want to Promote, or You Just Want to Raise Awareness For. Uh, It's our gift to you for being on this wonderful podcast and giving us such great information. So without further ado, I'm just going to shut the hell up and let you guys talk directly to the listeners. The floor is yours. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want? Right. You go first. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, check out the Brackies YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Brackies. We upload twice a week. Um, and uh, what we're really uh, working on right now is kind of a, I shouldn't really be saying, yes, I will say it, an, an RPG um, mini series, which is going to be pretty fun on, on getting this simple mechanics down and trying to do some object-oriented programming to use inheritance and these sorts of concepts and scriptable objects in Unity and how those things can kind of be combined together. And uh, that's working together with uh, Sebastian Lake. So um, if you know him on YouTube, check him out as well. He's awesome. And uh, that's kind of what we have in the making. Also, to those of you who've been requesting uh, a video on how to make music for games, just did a recording of uh, that using a simple piece of software called Sorry, Paskasol. I I don't know. I'm not even gonna try. I think it I think it's Irish or something. <laughs> but yeah, that that'll be coming out soon. That that's it. I, I've yeah. said enough. And check out the podcast and the rest of the episodes. If you're coming here from our channel, check out the rest. It's awesome. Yeah, and of course maybe uh, go check out Dev Assets. 
Oh yeah. Uh, we have a lot of uh, cool assets there. We're collaborating with uh, a lot of very talented uh, artists who are making these uh, yes. these uh, assets. Yeah. And uh, just check in regularly because there's something new coming out, new packs, and it's pay what you want, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, it's awesome. That's sci-fi weapons, general textures, vehicles, uh, modern weapons as well, Western props. Uh, yeah, a whole variety of stuff. Yeah. Check it out if you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a really, really cool assets, I think, uh, from some very talented <laughs> Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, and they're I'd like to underline, they said it's a pay-what-you-want platform. So if you want to pay a little or want to pay a lot, you can still get the very same assets. It's very honest, yes. uh, very trustworthy kind of appreciative platform i have to say so it works with every budget you can't lose go check out dev assets <laughs> thanks yes. yeah cool yeah i think that's it <laughs> or or also maybe uh go visit the brekkies developer forum uh if you just want to you know. see how good she is i mean it's like yeah oh and this one and this one don't forget about this one. it's the same thing when recording the inserts it's like and that's wrapped up uh you think so i i don't think so <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah. i'm just kidding yeah yeah if you if you have game development questions don't leave them in the comments leave them at forum.brackies.com or the unity forums if you want uh that's a and lot easier you can share your code and you will actually get a proper answer so and it's turned into a really awesome community where people are just being really helpful and yeah, nice uh, and just maybe want to hang out uh, yeah. there's even a discord that's <laughs> called the brekkies uh, developer forum discord <laughs> which is actually something that we didn't start but some people uh, who met each other on the forum uh, started and yeah. they just invite everyone to come in and not ask uh, questions directly but yeah just that as well you can you also, can rabbit fire uh, questions oh, okay. there so but just you know maybe not in such a serious vibe just uh hanging out and uh, yeah having fun yeah go Talking have fun there yeah. <laughs> cool well i have to say this one last thing to you guys good night okay <laughs> good night man see you guys all right good sleep night. tight thanks for everything thank you bye if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.